Hey girl, hey, welcome to another episode of Mama's Side Hustle Podcast. Today we are talking about rejection because it sucks so bad. (laughs) And I've experienced plenty of it across all sales industries, every sales industry I've been in, and especially in door-to-door sales. And no matter how good of a saleswoman I've become, and shoot, even the greatest salespeople I know, rejection is inevitable. It's bound to happen. It's going to happen. Yes, it will happen less frequently the more confident you become and hone in on your craft, but it's still going to occur. So today I'm going to share with you a story that highlights the power of follow-up despite the fears we feel around rejection and how handling rejection like a professional can actually still get you the sale and maybe even more than one sale. Welcome to Mama's Side Hustle, where we believe that every woman can have a wildly successful business while still keeping the job as mama her top priority. Six-figure earner, mama of two, and heart-centered sales expert Chanel Coons empowers you with tips and techniques to get the most results in your business and sales career without having to sacrifice family and fun. Plus, listen in on other mama business owner stories and be empowered by their experience. If you're ready to take your sales and life to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, the mother hustler, teacher, and adventure seeker herself. Chanel Coons. Girl, have you heard the phrase, the money is in the follow-up? Well, if you haven't, now you have. And I hope that it sinks deep into your subconscious mind because it's a phrase that has completely changed the sales game for me. You see, when I first became an independent sales agent, aka working purely off commission, aka not getting paid unless I made the sale, I would spend hours knocking doors, setting appointments, and then about 50% of those appointments would cancel on me. And of those 50% that kept their appointments, only 50% were saying yes. Now these were not numbers to write home to mama about. These were just, this was discouraging, was super discouraging. And I mean, I didn't get it. I was putting in some dang hard work. I was putting in the time and I was prospecting what felt like a million people a day. It was more like a hundred doors knocked, but it felt like a million. And I would finally get my foot in the door with an appointment scheduled and 50% of the appointments I set would cancel. I just assumed that they canceled because they didn't want my service or they just wanted me off their doorstep. So they set an appointment so that I would leave or they didn't like me or whatever reason that it was, it was my fault. That was my assumption. And so after they canceled, I wouldn't dare reach out to the prospect again. Because obviously that cancel or that no show meant no, she wasn't interested. And this became a really like dark and heavy time for me because I loved the freedom and the potential income of what I was doing. But girl, I could not carry on emotionally or financially if people kept ghosting me, canceling on me, no showing. So I turned to a mentor mentor for some guidance, and he said to me, Chanel, the money's in the follow-up. The money's in the follow-up. The money is in the follow-up. The money is in the follow-up. That phrase was on loop in my mind for a few days before I got up all the dang courage I could to finally call back one of my leads that had canceled on me, that just no-showed. And I was so nervous, (laughs) but I started making calls. And the first prospect I called didn't answer. But the second one 
did. And I'm sure I stumbled over my words as I said, ha ha, hi. Uh, this is Chanel with Solar. We had an appointment scheduled last Saturday and you weren't able to make it. Are you available to reschedule for this Friday or Saturday? Would you friggin' believe it? The guy on the other end said, thanks so much for calling me back. I couldn't find your number and we had a last minute emergency. Yes. Can you come back this Saturday at 10 a.m.? Uh, this Saturday? Let me see if I'm available. Trying, you know, to try and keep my cool. Yes, this Saturday will work. You have my number now, so if anything comes up, let me know. Otherwise, I'll see you this Saturday at 10 a.m. What? <laughs> Still totally nervous and excited. I repeat to myself, the money is in the follow-up. I ended up closing that sale. I made that sale and with that second phone call, a sale that I would have never had gotten had I not put aside all my nerves and that fear to call back that prospect who no-showed on me. And girl, would you believe it? You know, even though I've had several experiences like this, calling back prospects who canceled on no or no-showed on me and having gone back, called them and made the sale, would you believe that even years later, after several excellent experiences with follow-up phone calls, ending with yeses and people smiling on the other end, I still have nerves before making those first few phone calls. The first few phone calls are always the most challenging. But you know what I do? Before I make the call, I psych myself up with some affirmations and I smile really big Smiling on the phone makes all the difference and they can hear the smile or they can hear your nerves. So be sure that you're smiling because even a fake smile is better than a sincere frown. So, so I remind myself of this and I remind myself of my financial goals and that people are really not all that scary and that I'm the greatest salesperson that I know. And I say these things to myself and I remind myself of these things and then I just make the call. I just make the call as quickly as I can. I make the call and, you know, getting started with the first phone call is the most challenging part. But once you get started, it's so much easier, especially after you get that first yes. You get the first yes, girl, you make the next phone call as quickly as possible because you are on a roll. So now, of course, not every phone call goes as well as, you know, that second phone call example that I gave you. The person on the other end doesn't always answer with a big smile, inviting me back to their home. But I've never had someone scream and yell at me and tell me to never call them again. Most people are really nice. Even if they're no longer interested in your products, they're really nice. Even if they're not interested in your products. I didn't say you. If they're not interested in your products and the products that you have to offer. So when someone says no or not right now, or they just don't answer, or they no show you, it's not that they're rejecting you. They're rejecting your products. So I want to little dig a little deeper into this because there is so much fear around the initial prospect, like just creating leads and then following up and, and presenting our products. And it all comes down to these few fears that we may have, right? We're afraid of what people are going to think of us if we prospect initially and we create that lead. What, you know, what if we don't have answers to all the questions that they ask us? And above all else, what if they say no? Getting that no freaking sucks and it's such a blow to our ego. It's so discouraging, but I want you to know that each no gets you that much closer to the yes. It gets you that much closer 
to hitting your goals, whatever your goals may be, whether it's more time with your babies, more play money so that you can travel or whatever things you want to do with your play money or shoot even just a feeling of like accomplishment and actually reaching your goals. And then each question that you don't have the initial answer to, but you go and you get the answer to gets you that much closer to becoming the expert in your industry. And the only way you can do these things, become the expert, hit your goals, get more time freedom is by sifting through these no's, getting these no's so that you can get this yes, so that you can become better at what you're doing, so you can find the people who are in need of your products and services. I mean, I I literally remember reciting to myself, and this is a, a good little quote I'm about to tell you here that you can recite to yourself too, but when I'm knocking doors and literally someone just closes the door on your face, no, I'm not interested, and they close the door, I would repeat to myself that some will, some won't, who cares, who's next? And I mean that in the most heart-centered way. Some will, some won't, who cares? Who's next? And this is such an important reminder for women to not get emotional about the sale or the no or being rejected because they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting your products at this time. It's not right for them at this time, right? Which leads me to this. A no answer or a not right now is not the same as a no, never call me again. Okay. I repeat a no answer, like a no response to your phone call or email, or someone literally telling you, no, not at this time, not right now. That does not mean no, never call me again. Okay. It is said that it takes a brand new consumer, someone who has never met you or even heard of your products or services before in their entire life, seven touches, seven exposures before they feel comfortable making a buying decision. Whether it's through you, your advertisement, a friend, a commercial, a few follow-up emails or phone calls from you, it takes seven times of being exposed to your products before the average consumer feels ready and comfortable making a purchasing decision. And because you don't know, you don't know if you're the only person exposing them to your products and you have the greatest product on earth, right? Otherwise you wouldn't be selling it. Keep those no answers or "Mm, not right now in a healthy follow-up system. Okay. So if someone tells you, we like this, but we can't make a decision today. Follow up with us in one week. You better believe that if they tell me that, I'm following up in a week. And if they don't answer, I shoot them a text message, leave them a voicemail, and then I follow up again the following week. The following week. Yep. I call again and I keep following up until I get an answer. And seriously, I have gotten so many Thank yous. Thank you for not forgetting about me. Thank you for continuing to call. I've been so busy and I really want to buy this from you. I just haven't had the time. I've gotten several thank yous. Y'all, life can get so busy and I mean, we can't be so egotistical to think that we are the center of our prospects world and they're thinking about our products all the time. I mean, kids have school and football and baseball and all of these after school activities in addition to work and taking care of themselves and their grandparents and their parents and you know like there's just so many things on your prospects plate so sometimes they need a few and sometimes several reminders to move forward with you and your product or service and you are that reminder so even though that my prospects life is crazy busy and i get it 
it's my job to follow up. It's my job to hit my goals. And the only way I can do that is by following up. So I schedule my follow-ups. I write them down. I schedule them in so that I am not too busy to follow up and to make that follow-up happen. So, I mean, you can follow up via email. That's so great. Following up via email is so great because then you have an opportunity to think about what you want to say. And if they have a question, you can like Google it and get back to them at your earliest convenience. But I do want to say, if you have your prospect's digits, you got their phone number, and she doesn't email you back after you email her, call her. Give her a phone call. Just pick up the phone. Because you just never know. You may have gotten the email jotted down wrong. Even if she wrote it, your email could have gone to spam or it could have gotten lost among the thousands of other emails that she gets every single day, or her toddler could have accidentally deleted it. Like you just never know. So if you have a phone number, call that person. Because again, like I cannot emphasize enough that a no answer is not a no. It's simply a not yet. And it really blows me away even to this day how sometimes it takes the 10th phone call or the 10th email to that same person before I get the sale. You know, like your client wasn't ready at the time and now they are. And because you kept that relationship, they're doing business through you instead of your competitors. So keep the prospect in a healthy follow-up until you get the answer, until they answer the phone call or until you get the answer of yes or never call me again. Now, if someone kindly says no to you and you're in an industry, say, for example, you sell cars, you can put that person who said no, you've built a relationship with, you know, you guys like each other, everything's great, put them in an email follow-up or a phone call follow-up for 18 months from the day that they said no to you. And the power behind this is life changes all the time, right? So the last time she spoke with you, your prospect spoke with you, She had just purchased the car of her dreams, right? But because life is always changing, now her daughter is ready to make a purchase, a car purchase. And the person that she purchased the car of her dreams from now lives in Italy. So they can't get in contact with her. But because you emailed her, oh, perfect. Now she's going to reach out to you and, and get the car from you. So if you've built the relationship with that person and they tell you kindly, like, no, Put them in a follow-up for 18 months from now, whether it's phone call or email, just touching base and saying, hey, how's everything going? You know, if you get in the practice of forcing yourself to always think of best case scenario situations with your products, you will have tremendous success in your sales career. Like literally, the reason why a prospect doesn't answer could be her phone was dropped in the toilet and it's temporarily out of service. Back in the day, I dropped my phone in the toilet quite a few times. I'm kind of, you know, several years ago, but I've been there. I've been that person. Um, There was an emergency phone call. They were hit by a car, heaven forbid. Or, you know, they were out of the country with no reception. I had literally heard all of these things and more. Okay, not being hit by a car, but there were, you know, in the hospital post-knee surgery. So things like this do happen. So follow-up is so important. You're not being annoying. You're so not being annoying. You told them that you were going to follow up or they entered their name into your lead generator or they asked you to follow up. It is your job to get in contact with them. Like literally it is your job. It also shows that you have confidence in your product or service and you know they will love the service too. Your prospect, she's going to appreciate your persistence. So don't stop with the healthy follow-up unless you hear the phrase, don't ever call me again. And lastly, 
It's important to always act like a professional when you do experience that big no. Whether it's in a nice way, no, we've decided to go with another company, or no, don't ever call me again. Just because you never know what the future will hold. So here's a surprising story, like legit super surprised me, of how I turned a big fat no, sorry, I'm going to get my services from a different company, aka your competitor, into three big fat referral checks. And it's such a simple yet important lesson for me and you. So I sat down with a prospect. We'll call him Tim, and everything was going really well. I had scheduled an appointment with him. He followed through on that appointment, but he didn't want to make a decision that same day. So Tim asked me to follow up with him via email in a few days, and I did. And we continued to correspond via email for a few weeks. I answered questions and built rapport in my company and my services. And after a few weeks of me quickly responding to Tim's emails and answering all of his questions... I got a Dear John email from him (laughs) informing me that he wasn't going to do business with my company. He appreciated my follow-up, but ultimately decided to go with another company. A little disappointed, obviously, because I had spent so much time building rapport, answering questions and all that, and no one wants to get a Dear John letter. I still responded respectfully and professionally. I said, thanks, Tim, for your time. If you need anything in the future, I would be happy to help. A few months later, I got an email from Tim stating that he got his solar panels installed with another company and he was thoroughly disappointed with the whole experience, but the panels were already installed and he was locked into his contract. So despite the fact that he himself could not switch to our company, he was going to be sending his friends to me and my company. Tim sent me three referrals that all ended up purchasing. I was so shocked. Oh my goodness. I was shocked and excited and grateful that I had responded to his email in a courteous and professional manner, despite how disappointed I was at the time invested and his decision to go with another company. Turns out my time and my response paid long-term dividends, even if it didn't immediately. So a few takeaways from this, right? Remember the money is in the follow-up. The prospect is never saying no to you. Each no gets you closer to that yes, because some will, some won't. Who cares? Who's next? Get your goals, girl. Get to your goals, right? And always, always remember to be kind and courteous, even when you get the dreaded no, because you never know if that no could actually turn into quite a few more yeses. I hope that this episode provided you with some heart-centered sales tools for your sales and business caboodle. If you like this episode, subscribe. And if you feel so inclined, leave a little love in the form of a review. Sharon is Karen, girl. Share this with your mama's side hustle confidants. Until next time, mother hustler. Keep confident, keep heart-centered, and keep at it. The world needs your products, services, and that special gift that only you have. <laughs>